For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, we are back uh, talking to Devin Kahn. Um, We've talked about relational issues uh, yesterday we talked about uh, doubting our salvation and assurance on salvation. Um, today, uh, getting into discussion on the gospel, um, specifically the question, how do I share the gospel? Um, so, Devin, if you had a student come up to you and say that, how do I share the gospel, You know, where do you begin with that? Again, this is not a question that I get a lot, uh, but I think if you were to ask a student, hey, would you explain to the person sitting next to you the gospel? Then they would look at me and say, well, how do I share the gospel? Um, And so I think if you put students in that situation, maybe it's a mission trip. We had a mission trip this last summer, and I was constantly telling students, okay, this is your chance to share the gospel with a child. That's the goal of Bible Club. That's the goal of Kids Club. And then... Uh, one student finally asked, well, if I'm going to share the gospel, how do I do that? So, again, this is not a question a lot of students are just running up to me and asking because they're curious. But if you force them or if you put them in scenarios where they have to, then they will start asking this question uh, because they've never explained it for themselves. And I think that's a big thing we have to work on is that they can nod their head when they hear the gospel explained to them. Most often, they can know it when they hear it, but you ask them to explain it themselves. They just have never done it before. And if they've done it, maybe they did it once where they memorized something and then just that went away. So um, one thing I would say is um, encourage is put our students in situations where they have to say it themselves. They have to explain it because oftentimes... The, the problem is that they don't, um, they've just never done it themselves. They've heard it a million times, uh, but they've never done it. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, you're bringing up a really important point um, that, uh, you know, a lot of our students, uh, depending, on, again, on the context, uh, they're, they're hearing a lot about the gospel and they've received good teaching, but they're rarely, you know, practicing this. And so if they've never practiced it, obviously it's going to feel awkward to them. It's going to be foreign to them. Um, and that, that reminds me of, uh, I think it was Cameron Cole uh, who talked about maybe having a, a small group of guys uh, that he was really close with, and they're either juniors or seniors in high school and are about to leave for college and just kind of ask them, what is the gospel? And none of them could answer that question. And him just kind of being shocked of, you know, we spent years together and I've taught you and you can't explain to me the gospel. And so I think it is. It's important to, you know, <clears throat> put it back on students and um, say, "Hey, explain the gospel to me," and not to put them on the spot or to shame, but to help them start practicing, vocalizing it, um, trying to explain it themselves. So, yeah, I think yeah, you're bringing up something really obviously important. Yeah, I think the the two things that are involved in that question of how do I share the gospel. 
the two things that come up are uh, to answer that is the content. So what is the gospel? What do I say? And then there's also the courage aspect. So how do I share the gospel with my friend? Well, that's going to take both content and courage. Um, and, and briefly, the courage part, uh, I would just encourage the student because we all, even as pastors, even as Christians for you know decades, all get nervous, all feel awkward. And so I would just encourage the student, don't wait for that opportunity where it's not awkward because then that opportunity will never come. Uh, it is always going to be awkward. Embrace it. Know that it's going to be awkward. I've heard somebody uh, use the example of, uh, for, the, for the guy to ask out a girl, it's going to be awkward. No matter who you are or how many times you've done it, man, it's going to be awkward. But the reason why a guy asks out a girl is because even though it's awkward, the reward, the potential reward is worth it. Mm. And so way more so for us that, yes, it is going to be so awkward and it's not going to go the way that we want it to go or think it's going to go. We are going to stumble and bumble and hesitate and not know what to say, just like asking out that girl. But the reward of them thinking about God, about Jesus, about what he did for them, and possibly God using that to save them, to change them, to rescue them from death to life. It's just so worth it. And so if we're willing to ask out that girl because of that potential reward, how much more uh, should we be willing to even though it's awkward to still do it because the potential reward is literally life. Mm, absolutely. And, and I think you're, again, helpful to, to highlight the fact that it's going to take courage and that um, it is going to be awkward and really helping them to see this from a spiritual level. Um, that, you know, um, the fact that you're trying to communicate to this person the ultimate truth uh, of the gospel and life in Jesus Christ. And um, that there is obviously going to be spiritual warfare going on there, uh, trying to, to stop this from happening, trying to stop this message from going forth. Uh, we know Satan hates that message. Um, so he's going to you know, do anything in his power uh, to keep someone from sharing the gospel. And so letting them kind of see the, um, you know, the, the spiritual level and spiritual warfare that's going on there, I think is is good for sure. And so that's, that's the courage. You want to tell us a little bit about the content? Yeah, the content. Um, and just a few short things on courage, uh, before we finish that one is, you know, to remind the students that you don't go alone, that the, the promise of the Holy spirit is with you. And second Timothy chapter one, verse seven says, we did not receive a spirit of fear, but we received a spirit of power, love, and self-control. Um, and so, yes, you're nervous. Yes, you feel awkward. That's always going to be the case, but you're not alone. And he will help you. Uh, he will. And so that's just one other thing. Another thing is for the students to realize, and, and what they're nervous about a lot of times is just the rejection and the suffering that's going to be a result of being that kid who shares the gospel with somebody. Um, and as Christians, 
you know, Jesus tells us to expect suffering. Uh, but again, it's so worth it. The reward is so worth it. Um, and the Bible points out very clearly and helpfully that what's the worst that they can do? Uh, and yes, rejection is a big thing, uh, but it's not the biggest thing. Uh, and again, the, the reward is is so worth it. And so it's just kind of putting those things into perspective. And again, it's not going to ever, you're never going to say something to a student where all of a sudden they feel totally comfortable and ready for the challenge. Uh, but those are just some, some comforting truths that I think do help uh, the, the courage aspect of sharing the gospel. Yeah, that's that's important for sure. Again, some some good uh, perspective there as they uh, begin this. And and like you said, realistically, it's not like a student's going to go charging out of your car and just ready to <laughs> to share as you, um, you know, perfectly communicate this to them or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's some some good perspective. Yeah, as far as the content goes, um, you know, there's lots of ways to communicate the gospel. I'll just share a couple ways. Um, and again, this is not about you need to write these things on your hand and read them to a friend and then say, good talking with you. Goodbye. Uh, this is not about memorizing a formula. Uh, this is not about being, you know, stiff and just weird about it. It's just having a conversation. Um, and it is about being bold and bringing up some things that would normally not be brought up. And so there is an element of you're going to be bringing up things that aren't normal in conversation, uh, most likely. Um, a little offensive. So, you know? uh, yeah, a little offensive and a little like, why are you asking about that? Um, so there's lots of, of ways. I'll just share a couple with you. And again, these are meant to just be helpful as the conversation goes along, not to be memorized and uh, repeated to your friend in a very unloving, robotic type way. Um, the first, and I'll start with the most simplest thing to maybe memorize yourself and then from that be able to have a conversation. Um, and I, I forget who wrote this, but someone, had, someone said that the whole Bible can be summarized with the following sentence, God made it, we broke it, but God fixed it. So I think if you go into a conversation with that sentence and you may share that sentence with them. And you may say something like, you know, do you know the Bible well? Or have you ever read the Bible? And do you know what it's all about? Like if you were to explain to me, you know, what the Bible is all about, very much like we would explain, oh, this movie is about this. This book is about this. What would you say the Bible's about? And then you have the opportunity to say something like, you know, in your mind, you've got God made it. We broke it but God fixed it. And, and you have the responsibility of explaining those. Uh, but at least you have kind of some things to, to go by and topics and bullet points that you can say, okay, I want to talk about the fact that God made everything. And I want to talk about because he made everything, that does mean that the life we have that he has given to us is his and we and he has every right to tell us how to live our lives. He has every right to tell us to obey him. Why? Because the breath that we have has been given by him. And so you can talk about how God made everything. He made us uh, and why that's important. And then, of course, 
yes, God tells us how to live. Yes, God tells us what to do and what not to do. But none of us can can live up to his standards. Uh, he doesn't just want good people in his life. He doesn't want good people uh, in relationship with him or in heaven. He wants perfect people. He wants people that will always obey him. But of course, none of us can do that. And so we broke it. We broke the system. We can never live up to the system and the standards that he has. Uh, But God knows that about us. He sees that. And he doesn't leave us in our broken down system of disobedience. He knows and he loves so much that he fixed it. And you talk about Jesus and the cross. You talk about Jesus lived the perfect life. So all of these things come out of God made it. We broke it but God fixed it. Uh, that's something a child can kind of wrap their head around, a teenager, an adult. Uh, it's just helpful to kind of summarize it that way and explain it. And there are other ways, and we'll get to those, but that's just one. Yeah, and I think, um, once again, you're, you're doing something really helpful and maybe implying there, um, or I guess behind the scenes of, of your answer there, um, maybe why people are so intimidated by sharing the gospel, an element of that is it is a big message, you know, that there's a lot of components to it, and there's a lot you feel like, okay, I want to get this right, I want to say this. Um, so to simplify it, you know, to, to kind of three, as you had there, bullet points, um, just to kind of keep that firm in your mind. I mean, people can can remember that, and then, you know, if you know some scripture, you can fit some pieces into that from, from scripture and you can elaborate on those points as, you know, somebody asked the question, but to keep that basic framework in your mind, I think that's vitally important as we think about sharing the gospel with anyone, just to kind of have, you know, three key components in our mind, because it is overwhelming sometimes of where to begin. This is the biggest message to share. Um, and so that can, that can feel overwhelming. Um, well, look again, there's, there's, so much more we could say about what is the gospel and sharing the gospel, but anything you, else you want to add before we close this out? Yeah. Again, um, there are other resources out there and don't feel the pressure. And we all do. I do for sure. Don't feel the pressure as, as you were just saying, John, um, it is such a big message and we want to not mess it up because it is the best message ever. And, we feel like we're going to forget something and we feel like we're not going to hit on like Jesus, for example, uh, something <laughs> like really, <laughs> yeah, pretty big one. Um, but, but I would say in most scenarios, especially with your friends, it's not just you have one opportunity and then it's over and then you blew it and you just have to move on to somebody else. No, this is, Think of it as an ongoing conversation, ongoing opportunities to do. Maybe in one conversation, you just talk about God made it. You don't really talk about we broke it or God fixed it. Like in one conversation, if you can talk about God made it and how that means that he can tell us how to live our lives, like that is an amazing conversation. And then next time you get together, Uh, or three times down the road, you know, talk about the fact that we broke it. I mean, it doesn't have to all be in one conversation where from start to finish, they understand the gospel and they've converted. Uh, so just know that it's an, it's okay. And it's, it's a good thing to have an ongoing conversation and not just a one, one and done type opportunity. Mm 
Yeah, once again, really good advice. Uh, just yeah, telling them not to feel overwhelmed or too much pressure uh, to get it all in in one, in one visit um, to see it as being able to, to spread this out. And, and really, I mean, that, that's just the, the importance of relationships, uh, the importance of getting to know people, getting to be around people, have people in your home um, are going to give you these opportunities because, I mean, just the first part, God made it. I mean, that is radical and offensive to so many people, and there's so many worldviews that are getting shattered because of that. And so that that um, could span, you know, several conversations depending on the person's context that you're uh, talking to them in. So once again, Devin, thanks so much for that. 